Most people agree that a plan for retirement is necessary. On today's show, we'll tackle your retirement readiness by making sure you can answer three very important questions. Welcome in to the Retirement Referee with Steve Caruso. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Retirement Referee with Steve Caruso. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. It's the show where we blow the whistle on financial fouls. Steve's a best-selling author of Cookie Cut This, Retirement Distribution Strategies for the Nonconformist. Been helping folks for more than 20 years get into and then through retirement. And uh, he's a fiduciary, an independent, all the things that we look for in an advisor. Hey, Steve, what's happening? What's going on, Steve? Ha- happy Sunday evening to you. Exactly. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, I like what you talked about there. You talked about retirement readiness because that, that you know, that's like an old military thing, right? Where you got to be, you know, readiness. Um, but again, it's it's important to understand all of the, you know, there's a lot of moving pieces, right? There is. And, you know, the old saying is an ounce of uh, preparation is better than a pound of cure. So, um, you know, that's basically once you know what you want your retirement to look like, then you can figure out if you're ready or not for that. And these are conversations, these are real conversations that I have on a daily basis with clients. I had a conversation with a client on Thursday evening um, who you know, was just kind of fed up with her job and was saying, you know, what happens if I retire now? And so anyone can retire. It's about what trade-offs you have to make. So if you're not financially 100% where you need to be and you decide you want to pull the plug on working sooner, you can do that, but you're going to need to make trade-offs elsewhere. And that, that was one of the things that we had discussed on that call. But well, one of the things I that, mean, that's, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no it's just, it's important because a lot of people think they're going to work into their mid sixties and actual, the reality is that only about 31% of, of uh, workers actually make it to their mid sixties. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and again, that, that can happen for a variety of reasons you know, anything from getting laid off to you just, you're done, right? Like this person you were just talking about. Exactly. Yeah. And one of the things that we have to be aware of that that can help us get ready is knowing what we're going to get in social security. Now it's not going to be everything, you know, as far as our income goes, but it's a great starting point. It is. And you also have to look at your longevity. And this is, it's funny because this is one of the discussions that we had on Thursday evening with this client uh, because she's turning Uh, 62 shortly in March. And so if she starts Social Security at 62, she can do that, but it's about 25% lower than if she started it at full retirement. And also your Social Security is based on your 35 best earning years. And there was a period of time in her work history where she wasn't working as much because she was raising her daughter. Now her daughter is obviously grown at this point, but um she's making a good income now. So those those extra years of working add into her average index monthly earnings, which is the, you know, basically the the formula that calculates your social security. And so having those those good years helps her overall number. So if she was to work for an, even another two years, um, it dramatically improves the numbers. So that's those are, that's the calculus, right? So it's how much do you hate your job versus, all right, how much do I want to cut my lifestyle? So in her situation, she would be able to live, if she worked another two years, her lifestyle in retirement would improve by almost almost $1,500 a month after tax. And that's a big deal um, when you talk about doing the kind of things you want to do, like travel and, and, and whatnot. Absolutely. So, 
Well, and again, just knowing that, and it's certainly easy enough to find out, and that's something that you can help us with as well. And then you got to figure out, once you figure your Social Security, then everything else that you've saved has to come into play at some point. But how that happens and, and how much happens, well, that's what I'm looking to you for. Right. And, and that's where it, it's really critical to have a strategy. And so everyone's strategy is going to be slightly different based on what your, your goals are. So you want to look at what the end result is, meaning once we figure out what your your kind of well-defined goal is and what you want your retirement to look like, we can figure out what it costs. And then we can figure out, well, is there going to be, based on that, is there going to project to be money left over? And if so, where is that money headed? Is it headed to children on your passing? Is it headed to a charity? And then we can make distribution decisions based on that. So if the money is potentially going to children, um, and your goal is to, you know, maybe be able to pass as much of that tax free on, then you'd want to withdraw from things like the Roth IRA last, because that would that would obviously uh, give the the biggest benefit to your uh, beneficiaries. So the strategy is is crafted based on the goals, and where you withdraw from is going to be based on what's important to you. So if it, if your goal is to pay as little taxes as possible, we'd probably spend down bank assets where you're not making anything on those anyway first. And then we would go into things like brokerage um, and, and Roth before touching IRA where you'd have to pay income tax. So, um, so everyone's strategy is going to be slightly different. And that's why there is no cookie cutter solution in retirement. You need to sit down and craft an individualized plan. 800 and that's something we do. 800-705-9995. That's the number you can call. That is what he does. That's what you do day in and day out. And you've been doing it for more than 20 years. And uh, by the way, you can find more. You can find out more about Steve at his website. It's called, it's uh, laurelws.com. That's laurelws.com. Check that out as well. So um, we're talking about, you know, retirement readiness. Uh, healthcare has to be something that's discussed whether we want to or not. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that's going to be one of your biggest expenses in retirement, and it's the one that inflates the fastest. So, I mean, we're all kind of concerned about inflation right now, and medical costs typically go up at 7%. So we're experiencing 7% inflation right now, but that's a, a regular thing for healthcare costs. And this year, Medicare premium for Part B went up 14%. So it's you're going to see that every single year that your healthcare costs are going to inflate faster than any other cost. And whether you're healthy or not, because you're paying insurance premiums. Now, if you're actually not healthy, your, your drug costs actually go up just as fast, if not faster than your healthcare premiums. So you have to, you have to account for that. And you have to really have a plan that's going to factor in inflation. And it, it blows my mind when I see these financial plans, these oversimplified financial plans, uh, that financial advisors do that don't even factor in inflation or the factor it in at one or two percent. That's not going to be what you experience in retirement, and it's silly to plan that way. Of course it is, and you know you talk about uh, inflation, and but inflation that comes and goes. I mean, I realize right now it's very real, and we feel it at the grocery store and the gas pump and really everywhere else. But it's not necessarily long term, is it? Well, the hope is, is that it's not long term, that this is kind of transitory and that we have some supply chain disruptions. And obviously, um, with the situation uh, overseas, there's a lot of uh, turmoil in the oil and gas markets. So 
you know, gas is a lot more expensive than it normally is. And maybe we will get some relief from that at some point. But I would expect going forward that we're going to have higher inflation than what we've been experiencing for the last 25 years. And just in general, as a retiree, because you consume more travel, you consume more health care, those things inflate faster than general inflation typically. And that's something that we look like we look at in all of our plans. And every week we make ourselves available to our listeners uh, for a free comprehensive retirement distribution plan uh, to the first 15 people who call in. All right. Hey, that sounds great, Steve. The 15 callers right now, you're going to be able to sit down, get a financial roadmap put together. It's a chance for you to get a true practical financial review. And if you're listening, then simply give us a call. It's 800-705-9995. You heard Steve, 15 callers right now. We'll get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll end up with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. In short, you've got nothing to lose. Call now, 800-705-9995, 800-705-9995. Roth IRAs are a great tool for investors to leave wealth to their heirs. They are tax-free and don't require RMDs during the original owner's lifetime. When we come back, we'll talk some strategies to make sure you pass it along in the correct manner. are back on the retirement referee with Steve Caruso where uh, we blow the whistle on financial files. Uh, Steve is with uh, Laurel Wealth Solutions and uh, again the website is laurelws.com 20 plus years in the business Steve and uh, this is something that over the last 20 some years um, the Roth IRA has become a big deal and what we were just talking about at the end of the last segment we're talking about inflation and how that's impacting things. It seems um, that is motivating even more people to do the Roth conversion to, 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 you know, get it be tax free. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, there's, I think a lot more knowledge about the benefit of the Roth than there, there, there has been uh, at least in the early years of the Roth IRA. So people originally, when I first started in the business, the Roth was still fairly new and people would be, confused as to why they would want to not take the tax deduction. And if you think about taxes from a historical standpoint and don't look at it as just the immediate, the tax rates right now are low by historical standards. If you're compounding your money pre-tax and you're going to eventually have to pay taxes on it, you could, the tax rates could change. And you may not have a 12% bracket at some point, especially in light of the fact of all the money we've been spending during the pandemic. The government can really only raise revenue two ways. One is to in increase the tax base uh, with population growth, which isn't happening, and, or the other one is to increase taxes and tax rates. And so that's, you know, that's likely to happen at some point during your retirement. And if there's a piece of your retirement assets that you know you're not touching in the next, I would say, 15 years, a Roth could make perfect sense. Now, a lot of times there's a lot of ways to go about that. So you could, um, if you have a Roth 401k available through work, even if you're, say, 55 years old, you could put your new contributions into Roth, which will, you can leave that to grow for the second half of your retirement. 
and you still you're still going to get the benefit from it because remember the main benefit from the Roth is the tax-free growth so you put in a dollar now sure you're not saving on that dollar and if you put it in pre-tax you would have saved maybe 25 cents on that dollar but now that dollar potentially over the next 15 years grows to say three dollars or four dollars all all three dollars comes out tax-free at a time when you don't know what your tax rate bracket will be and we do know that when you hit 72 you're going to have to take minimum distributions if you've built up a seven-figure balance in your 401k uh currently there's a good chance that it's going to be a significantly higher seven-figure balance by the time you reach 72 and you're going to have to take six-figure minimum distributions every single year at a time when you don't know what the tax bracket is going to be and this is a this is something that's not that uncommon i mean there are many people who are in their mid to late 50s that have saved uh, a seven-figure balance have done have done the right things have, have been systematically saving along the way and if you if you're in that situation this is one of those times where you need you really need advice uh especially with the market volatility going on you want to look and say is it time to preserve some of the gains that i've made is do i need to make any shifts and so this is one of those times where it, advice advice is really imperative and again, sitting down with you uh, to talk about that Roth conversion process, there are it is it is a process, and and is it something that we can do ourselves, or or do we really need some help? So <clears throat> you do want you do want help when you're doing that because you want to make sure you understand what the tax ramifications are, and you also want to time the conversion. And so why I'm saying it's this is a critical time to to go out and get this advice is that the market has been very volatile. It's actually better to convert when the, mark, when the market has actually had a steep drop because when you're converting it, you're converting, say, um, say you were converting 100 shares of Facebook, right? So your Facebook might be 220, but it might've been 330 when you, you know, a couple months ago. Well, now you're only paying the income tax on on 220 as opposed to 330. And when it grows back to the 330 in the Roth, it'll all be tax free. So it's actually smarter to convert in periods of volatility like this uh, because you're you're going to hopefully on the bounce back, you're going to get all of that growth tax free. And again, from a generational wealth standpoint, the SECURE Act was, uh, I mean, the SECURE Act took away the stretch IRA. In other words, being able to stretch those payments out to a beneficiary over a lifetime. And now that all has to come out after 10 years, same true with the Roth, but it's not going to be taxed. And that seems to be the trend now of passing on that generational wealth. Right. And that's what we talked about in the last segment as well, is what I'm talking about is who, what is the goal ultimately of your money? So if we know that you're going to have money left over and that goal is to say, pass it on to the next generation, then certainly a Roth conversion could make sense because the money that you're passing to the next generation is tax-free and you can keep that piece. If it's not money you're planning on spending during your lifetime, that money could be invested aggressively because it's earmarked for the next generation. It's not, 
it's not earmarked to be used during your lifetime. Sure, but and again, but those are the kinds of conversations that you have every day with people and, and have built up a client list that, you know, they become uh, like family to you. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that's in, that's important too, you mentioned the stretch IRA, right? So, yeah. and I see this all the time, all the time. If you're married, even if you're married and you don't want to make your spouse the beneficiary, um, you should still make your spouse the beneficiary. It's more, it's more advantageous than making your kids the beneficiary. Make your kids the contingent beneficiary is fine. But sometimes a lot of people will put their, their children down as their beneficiary. Now the children have to take out that Roth within, within 10 years, right? So, uh, or even, even on an IRA or a 401k. A married, a married person can, can inherit from their spouse and move it into their own retirement account. And so presumably if you have children together, um, you make your spouse the beneficiary, they inherit the, the first spouse to die inherits the other spouse's IRA and then, and then the children inherit it and have 10 years from the death of the second parent. So um, important to do that and also always important to review those beneficiary designations. Uh, you know, we talk about that a lot on the show. You know, there's it. You don't want to create estate issues where there there doesn't need to be. And Absolutely. so that's one of the things that we do for our clients. It's one of the things that we look at. Uh, we still have about eight spots left, uh, and we can put together that that roadmap for you. And we can look at potentially if you will have money left over some of the estate planning issues that may go along with that. That sounds great. Folks, take advantage of this. There's no cost. There's no obligation. And it's a chance to get that financial roadmap put together. Steve is there for you. It is a chance for you to get that true practical financial review. And if you're listening, call now 800-705-9995. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today. But what's more important is you walk out the door with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-705-9995. 800-705-9995. Sometimes it's the little things that can make the big difference. When we come back, we'll highlight some simple things that can help you save and achieve the kind of retirement you've always wanted. We're back on The Retirement Referee with Steve Caruso. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Steve is an author, a book called Cookie Cut This, Retirement Distribution Strategies for the Nonconformist. I like it. Uh, Steve is, uh, I mean, again, with your 20 plus years experience, you are, are a highly sought after, you know, consultant, if you will, or speaker. I mean, you, you, you talk about, you talk to other advisors about how to do things and, and how to stay on top of things. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm, I, I do that quite frequently. I actually just was out in um, Arizona doing that just recently. And so um, it's always interesting to talk to people in the field and, and you know, give perspectives on, perspective on this because a lot of people want to know more. A lot of advisors want to know more about retirement distribution planning because they have clients that are in retirement now. Um, so there's been a big shift in the industry uh, to retirement distribution planning as the baby boomers have entered retirement. And the pandemic has caused a huge surge in the number of people retiring. So 
the boomers that were hanging on that were in their you know early 70s a lot of them all went out during the pandemic and the younger boomers the ones who are 57 to 65 a lot of them are deciding to um retire early so you know this is a this is a critical time for this it really for, is for this skill set and folks, if you want to uh, get in touch with Steve, it's 800-705-9995. Now, we talk about retirement, obviously, every week. But, but uh, you know, we say that it's it's simple but not easy. And it's simple because it's, I mean, all we have to do is save money. And that, that's fairly simple. Mm -hmm. But then what to do with that money, that's where it gets complicated. And there are ways, you know, little things that we can do that will boost that balance and make retirement a lot better. We talk about saving just 1% more makes a big difference. Yeah, no, absolutely. And this is something I talk about with all of my clients and all of, all of the people who come to see me, because what happens a lot of times is when you figure out, hey, look, I'm not where I need to be. There's a, a temptation to then try and go from zero to 60 in, in two seconds. And doing the small increases of say 1% every, so say you wanted to get to a goal of saving 12% of your pay into your 401k. Okay. And say currently you're, you're spend you're saving 2%. The temptation is to go from two to 12 overnight. Well, guess what? Your check is going to shrink. And what that does is it adds on a lot more stress. So what, if you're not prepared for that, or if you, if you have to absorb a giant increase, uh, in the savings and a decrease in your check, it can be very challenging and it can lead to bad financial decisions. Meaning you could end up putting money on high interest rate credit cards, which defeats the whole purpose of why you're saving. So you want to do it in a sustainable way, because if you do it gradually, the chances are you won't miss that 1%. So if you do it 1%, you absorb it, you get used to it for three or four or five pay periods, then you try and do another 1%. And you do it, you, you still are going to get to that same goal of getting to say 12% from 2%, but you're going to do it in a measured way that takes you maybe a year or a year and a half, but you're still getting there. And saving just that 1% more, say you're making $50,000 a year, 1% more is not going to, you're not going to feel that so much in, in your, your check that's $42 a month if you're making $50,000. So if you're making more than $50,000, you can do the math, right? Mm -hmm. But if that money earns, say, 6% uh, annually, you'll have at the end of your retirement, if, if you were, you know, starting younger, um, you know, over a, over a long period of time, that could end up being $57,000 just from that extra 1%. That's, I mean, again, like you said, the 1%, you're not going to miss it. You're not going to miss it at all. And uh, again, folks, uh, when you get a raise, as tempting as it is to, uh, you know, go on vacation, maybe you should take some of that raise and put that towards retirement. Yeah, no, absolutely. Especially if, you are, if you're in a position right now where you're not maxing out your 401k and you get a raise from work. If you don't have credit card debt, so these are the people, you know, I'm, I want to be very specific with who I'm, who I'm directing this to right here. So it's not, if you have credit card debt, you should pay that down first, right? So don't take your raise and redirect it if you're in high interest rate credit card debt. But if you've done a good job eliminating your credit card debt and, you know, your, your only debt is, say, a mortgage, 
redirecting your raise so that you're so that it's going into your 401k and getting you closer to maxing out is absolutely the right thing to do because it's not going to impact your net check because you're basically taking the extra money that you're you're going to be getting and putting it in and directing it to the 401k so your your net take home stays the same and if you don't have credit card debt and you're you're not spending more than what you were taking in currently then you can sustain putting that money into into your 401k. Sure, that makes sense. And, you know, we're coming up in the tax season here and people looking forward to their refund. Um, good idea to put that towards retirement. If, uh, again, as tempting as that is, at least some of it maybe, huh? Yeah, no, and that's that's actually the more challenging thing, right? So when you get a tax refund, because I, I've been doing this now for almost 25 years and I, I'll often talking to to clients and they'll say, oh, I have a tax refund coming up and they already have it spent in their head. So they'll tell you what they're going to be spending that on ahead of time. So none, very often, very often people will have a plan, plan for a ticket trip, or that's, that's going to be my money to do this on the house or, and so it's infrequent that I hear someone say, oh, I'm going to take all that money and plug it in my 401k. Right. Right. But, right. That's, right. but that's, uh, that's an important that's an important thing to do because again, if you can take a piece of that, at least it's extra savings and it's not money that you're going to miss because if you were living okay without it, um, then you should treat it as something extra. And then that helps, that helps kind of jumpstart that, you know, any shortfall you might have for retirement savings. Okay, good. Well, and again, the um, we talk about uh, reallocating windfalls. Here's another one. Whether it's an inheritance, maybe you got lucky, won the lottery, save some of that money. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I've mentioned this before on the show, but I've had three lottery winners as clients. So, wow. Um, and <laughs> and so, so, okay, because they were clients, did they did they do some good stuff with the money, like save? Yeah, no, absolutely. I actually talked about my first lottery winner client in my book. Um, kind of, I guess, uh, a for an unfortunate situation, but that, that they, but they, they made the best of it and they're, uh, it's still doing well. It was, um, it was a couple and they both had, they were both HIV positive. It was early in my career and they won $7 million. And, um, the, the winner, uh, passed away about six months after winning. Oh, man. But before he passed away, we set up a charitable trust to help fund AIDS research. And then it paid he, him for ultimately, it paid him interest for six months before he passed away. And then it paid his partner about interest for maybe another 15 months before he unfortunately passed away as well. Uh, and the money is still, the remainder went to um, AIDS research and is still doing good in the world today. So, oh. well, yeah, that's, twenty plus years later. Yeah. So. Well, again, that's that's a hard story. But again, but they but they did the right thing. I mean, obviously, that's what we can do. That's what folks can do if they give you a call. In fact, let's let's invite folks to call, Steve. Yeah. No. We uh, we think we still have about four spots left, and we will put together a comprehensive retirement distribution plan for you, absolutely free. Absolutely. And it's just a phone call away, folks. 800-705-9995. You'll get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you get a roadmap that'll help guide you to help get you to where you need to be. 800-705-9995. 800 705 
$99.95. Just when you think every conceivable question has been asked, coming up next, we'll find out that's not the case. Questions from our listeners, next. We're back on The Retirement Referee with Steve Caruso. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Of course, Steve is a president and founder of Laurel Wealth Solutions. He's got offices all throughout the eastern seaboard. Uh, I mentioned earlier that he's a sought-after speaker. Uh, you are a, a non-practicing lawyer. And uh, I think that brings an interesting skill set to the table, Steve. The, the, that aspect of things, you, you think of things differently when you're a lawyer. Yeah, no, I definitely do. And it's, it's important in terms of we talk about it all the time on the show but and we've talked about it a lot today is that at the end of your retirement is your estate right so we're all going to pass away that's how all of our retirements are going to end mm -hmm. and it's if, if you know that ahead of time then you can take advantage of the fact that like what we were just talking about in the last segment they won seven million dollars they knew they weren't going to be around very long to spend that Rather than pay the taxes on it, they put it into a charitable vehicle, and that that money is still doing good in the world today. And so, it's it's about really asking the right questions and figuring out what you want your money to do for you, and having that legal background is also you know very helpful. Sure, eight hundred seven zero five nine 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 five. That's the number, folks. That'll get you in. Uh, all right, let's jump into some of these questions here while we've got some time. Uh, John is wondering. He says. Uh, what is this right about what we've been talking about? What is the five-year waiting rule for Roth IRAs? That's a good question. Uh, great question, John. So let's let's go over that. There are two five-year waiting periods that, that apply to Roth IRAs. The first one is qualified. So for the five-year period to determine whether the Roth IRA distribution is qualified, the five-year period begins the day of the of the first year in which any of your Roth IRA was funded. So let's, we're coming up on April 15th. If you put in a contribution tomorrow, right, for 2021, the five-year period begins the first day of 2021. So you'd have to wait five years, uh, you know, in order sure. to be able to, to access that Roth IRA. The second rule that applies is the non-qualified. So the other five-year waiting period applies only if a distribution is non-qualified. So for this purpose, there's a separate five-year uh, period for each Roth IRA conversion. Each one begins in the first day of the year in which the conversion was made. Hmm, okay. Why is that important? So let's 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 break this down, John, because I don't know what you know. Maybe you uh, were getting advice to do you know a, a series of Roth conversions, which is a very common thing right now where someone will take a piece of their IRA every year and convert it to Roth. Each one of those conversions is going to start a new five-year clock, which is different than if you say opened up a Roth 401k, it, it would then go back. You just have the one five-year period and then all of your, your 401k contributions are, are, are covered under that first five-year. When you're doing a conversion, each conversion is going to set up its own five-year clock. Okay. So again, there, there are some, some subtle differences there, but can have a serious impact on things. And it's just good to know, I guess, right, that, uh, that there are those two different. Right. And they, they're, yeah, there's a little nuance to it. And sometimes it gets glossed over by financial advisors. And it's important that you understand that um, 
that each one of those conversions is going to start a five-year clock and it doesn't just go back to the original uh, when you originally got a Roth IRA. All right. So important to understand that. 800-705-9995. John, that's the number you can call. I'm going to jump ahead to to, uh, Ellen. And uh, she says, my husband died about six months ago and left me a significant amount of life insurance. It's much more money than we ever had during our 30-year marriage. So while I'm grateful for it, it's also overwhelming. What's the best first step for me to take in deciding how to handle it? That's got to be something you deal with, Steve. Quite often. First off, Ellen, my condolences on losing your husband. Um, you know, it's important because you haven't, you know, it was nice that he left that for you and that, you, you know, you're, you're taking care of, but now you need to make that money last over the remaining, uh, the remainder of your lifetime. So it's very critical to set up a plan on how you're going to spend that money. Um, and you have to kind of think about, I'm sure you were planning on retiring and living a long time with your husband in retirement. Now, obviously, your circumstances are different. So it's really important to think about what you want this next phase of your life to look like. And then we can figure out how much of that money needs to get spent. And if it's not going to get spent, um, where is the money ultimately going to go? And so that's that's something that we would sit down and do an individual plan on and uh you know, more than happy to sit down with you. Okay. That's, but yeah, that, that's a situation I'm sure because life insurance, that becomes sort of overwhelming. I understand what she's saying. Yeah, no. And especially, you know, um, you have this, a lot of times you you're dealing, you're, you're grieving and your, your head is not clear. You really shouldn't be making major financial decisions, but now all of a sudden you have this huge influx of cash and usually the, the insurance company who is paying out that check is sending, is sending an agent that day to try and talk to you about how to invest that money when your head's not even really in it. And so, um, you know, take some time, clear your head, think about what you want your next phase of life to look like, and, and then sit down and do actual planning and don't just kind of rush into investing that money somewhere um, without really being in the right frame of mind. Sure. Um, All right. Uh, So uh, let's see. We've got time for one more. Let's go to Jerry. He says, I've done Roth IRA conversions every year for the past several years. I'm going to retire in two years with $80,000 in my traditional Roth IRA. Should I continue the conversion process? $80,000 in your traditional Roth IRA. So how much do you have left in your traditional IRA? Um, uh, maybe Maybe I'm misreading the the question, Jerry, but may, if it's a traditional IRA and you have $80,000 left, it really depends on when you're going to be spending the money. So if if you're going to need money in the next five years, uh, you'd want to calculate how much your cash need is going to be in those next five years. And you definitely wouldn't want to do a conversion of any money that's going to be spent in the next five years. And realistically, if there's money that's going to be spent really in the next, I would say, 10 years, it probably doesn't make sense to to convert it. So if you have enough money in your IRA to meet your income needs for the next 10 years, I would say you probably could stop the conversions. But that's something, again, that we would sit down and um, and look at your overall situation. If you have 
you know, I, I don't really know the other, the other facts of your circumstances. Right. So okay. it's really hard to, to, to give you the advice. But I mean, if you have a significant amount in the bank, for example, then it could make sense to continue to do the conversions. But if we're just looking at, hey, I have $80,000 of, of IRA assets and I have all this other money that I've already converted, um, your chances are you're going to probably need some of that 80000 to live on in the next five years. Um, and so... It, it, it probably doesn't make sense to continue the conversions. All right, 800-705-9995. And uh, with that, Steve, we're up against the clock. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time today. Yeah, so we are. Uh, we still have about two spots left. And, um, you know, we talked about a lot of things today. If there's something that resonates with you and you want to sit down, put together that roadmap, um, please give us a call. Folks, it's a phone call away, 800-705-9995. It's your chance to get a true practical financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Just sit down with Steve and go through that comprehensive financial review. It's a chance to really see where you are today, of course, but more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-705-9995. Again, 800 705 9995. Steve, as always, a pleasure to be here and, and, and have these conversations. The information is really important for folks to hear. Yeah, no, we love, we love doing the show and thank you for listening, Orlando. The information on this program is educational in nature and is not intended to be a recommendation for any specific investment product, strategy, plan, or other purposes. Information presented is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of subjects discussed. Prior to making any investment or financial decisions, an investor should always seek advice from a financial, insurance, legal, or tax professional that takes into account all of the particular facts and circumstances of an investor's own situation. Laurel Wealth Solutions and or Stephen Crusoe offer investment advisory and financial planning services through Bellpoint Asset Management, LLC, an investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Registration with SEC should not be construed to imply that the SEC has approved or endorsed qualifications or the services Bellpoint Asset Management offers, or that its personnel possesses a particular level of skill, expertise, or training. Coach P. Radio.